You're listening to The Big Show. They score! With Russick and Rose. He rips the puck off the bar and in. His second goal of the game makes it 5-0 Flames. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. Robbed by Markstrom. What a save. It's loose. And Markstrom makes another miraculous stop. This is Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Oh, hi there. It's Tuesday. It's the big show, Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Hey, it's a Flames game day for the first time in forever, so that's fun. Yeah, that's fun. What was it, like 12 days? 100? It's been a while. 500? It's been a while! Yeah, it's been a long time. They're in Beantown tonight. Old Boston. Yeah. Boston, Mass. Massachusetts. Um, to play the uh, the Bruins. They're good. Yep. They're, yeah. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Yeah. They have a solid squad. Should be a fun night tonight. We got lots to discuss. Tee up that game. Uh, we got Eric Francis, the franchise. He's in Boston, is he not? Yes, he is. Okay. I know Leslie was at the uh, BCBU till B-pot. yesterday, featuring oh. featuring one Macklin Celebrini, mm, 2024 nice. first overall pick for the NHL draft. He, lo- scored. He, he looks like a player. Not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're touted to be the number one pick. He looks like a player. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, so the franchise will join us from Boston coming up at 730. Tee up this Flames and Bruins game. Also, uh, some interesting lines in practice we can talk about, especially, quote-unquote, the top line now. Mm-hmm. We'll dive into that. Uh, Greg Wyshynski. We, we haven't talked to Wish in a while. Had a new addition to the family. Yeah. It's been which a, is really nice. Not this year. I don't think we've talked to him in 2024. No, we have not. So uh, we will catch up with Wish, ESPN NHL senior writer, coming up at 8 o'clock. And uh, there's something um, at 7 o'clock I want to talk about. That it's a big night for some of you tonight. Mm. It's a big, important night for some of you. Why? We'll talk about it at 7 o'clock. That's all you got? Nothing else? It's called a tease. No, man. I understand, but you, that's that's it? Mm-hmm. That's all I get? That's, um, that's all, that's all I'm going to wet your whistle with. Tonight's going to be a night. I'm wetting your whistle. Mm. Okay. Uh, we got a story last night, uh, thankfully... Um, Flames legend, uh, the king of Calgary, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Lanny McDonald had a um, cardiac episode at the Calgary airport coming back from the All-Star game, and uh, he released this statement. It's true that even old tough guys need some help sometimes. This is from yesterday. Today, I want to extend my overwhelming gratitude to many members of our community. After spending a weekend wowed by hockey's best at the All-Star game in Toronto, I had a cardiac event. After arriving back at the Calgary airport yesterday, two selfless nurses who were passing by to catch their own flights immediately jumped into action. In the rush of the moment, Ardell wasn't able to get to the, get their names, but we are eternally grateful for their care and action. I owe them my life. Great stuff that uh, Lanny uh, seems to be on the on the road to recovery, which is great, incredible news. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
shout out to those two selfless nurses who helped out the Flames legend. Yeah, without a doubt. Emergency services, obviously, uh, there to help him out as well. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I loved how he ended it in typical Lanny fashion. So, yeah, all the best to uh, him and Ardell as uh, work to get back and out and about in our community because, you know, he does such a good job. Yeah, yeah. he absolutely um, does. So we wish uh, Lanny uh, the best, uh, the quickest and speediest recovery. So we can go back to hitting aces at charity golf tournaments. Bingo. that's what he does. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Without a doubt. Or scoring on Brent Cron in an alumni game or practice. Yeah. That one we still haven't confirmed. Wasn't there to see it in person. Yeah. Unsure so, how that one went. So when uh, we'll give it bit some of time. Differing stories. Uh, we'll give it some time. And uh, in a few weeks time, we'll get Lanny on the show. Mm. See how his recovery is going. And we'll ask him how many times he scored on Brent Cron in an alumni uh, practice or skate. Should be good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll do. Without a doubt. So we're sending uh, all the best uh, to Flames legend, uh, Lanny McDonald. Um, Flames and Bruins tonight in Boston. I'm excited for uh, see what Kuzmenko is going to look like. At least there's something to watch tonight. Mm-hmm. At least there's some piece of intrigue with him playing on a line with Huberto and Sharon Govich, who's going to move to the middle of the ice. We've seen him do that in the little tiny stretches here this season. Yes. So I'm interested to see what that line looks like. And I feel like this relationship with the Flames and Kuzmenko is like, hey, we know what this is. Why don't you play your absolute best for the next, oh, I don't know, year and a bit, and then we can deal you next year at the deadline. It's good for it's good for business. It's good for us. It's good for you. How about you go there and try to get close to 39 goals here? Why don't you be that guy from last year and score a ton of goals? Because he feels like a guy that, you know, he's here for a good time, not a long time. What makes you say that? I just don't feel like he fits in the long-term plans Why? of the Calgary Flames. Why, though? He's a 28-year-old who scored yeah, 39, I just, waved his no-trade to come here. Why wouldn't he want to stay? Because I, he was the salary dump in the Lindholm trade. So the Canucks can I don't make know some. if salary dump is fair, though. He's not like some bum who's been... I'm not calling him a schlub, yeah. but he has been... He was healthy, scratched five games this season, mm-hmm. right? Which isn't... That's, not, that's no good for a guy who scored 39 goals in the league last year. I just feel like he's a guy that... It's just better for business. And what would be the worst case scenario here, Matty? If he goes out there and, you know, scores 15 goals the rest of the season and then gets off to a hot start next year and has like 20 at the break, you're like, okay, what do we do with Sharon? What do we do with um, Kuzmenko? Do we keep him here long-term? Do we trade him? I just think it's just a good relationship to, to like, hey, go out there and be your absolute best. We're going to give you every single opportunity to score as many goals as possible so we can maximize your value. Either we sign you to a contract, mm-hmm. which I don't think like I don't think we're headed that way with this this player particularly. I think we're going to go a little younger here with the Flames, but maybe get something nice for him at yeah. next year's deadline. This is just a nice business transaction that could hopefully help both sides. It's good for Kuzmenko, it's good for the Flames. Like here's the thing, he is he is 28 years old, right? He's not some young kid coming over in his first year. He played in the KHL for a long time before he came over and he scored 39 goals here. Um, The one thing I found very interesting just listening to his press conference and 
you kind of heard this listening to some of the media guys after the trade as well, but there is going to be a significant gap between language here. Like this is a guy, I don't know if you listened to his press conference, but there was uh, you know, he's, he's doing his best. Yeah. He's got a huge smile while he's doing it, but I wonder how much the flames have actually been able to communicate their plan to him, to his agent. Sure. Dan Milstein and crew without a doubt, but that was something that Elliot had kind of talked about was the flames weren't even sure they were really getting their message across when they were trying to get him to waive his no trade clause. In the end, he waves his no trade. He's going to come to the flames. I just do wonder at the age of 28, if he likes it here, why would you get rid of him? He's going to be a goal scorer. Ideally, that's kind of the role that he holds over the next year and a half. If he likes it here and he finds himself a nice little hole. Yeah. Why wouldn't you bother at least exploring what those options are? Um, is it going to be relevant to, you know, what your window is? I don't know. But the other thing here is you're going to need guys to fill out the roster yep. and skilled guys to play with some of your younger players to have them be able to put up some points. So I don't know. I just, I don't necessarily look at this as uh, a guy that, you know, I don't see him as a salary cap dump. I saw him as a, a player that needed to be included to make the money work, but his salary cap dump makes it sound like, you know, he's going to be in the IR thrown on Robida Island or something like that. Right. So I, he's going to go hang out with Klingberg in yeah, some mysterious dark room. Exactly. So that's kind of what I feel like salary dump maybe says. This is yeah. a player that has legitimate talent and, and can play in this league. But when I hear that language gap and you just know how talk it likes to operate, I just wonder if there was a little bit of a clash there that just could not be repaired. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if he finds his rhythm back here again. Cause like we talked about 39 yeah. top line player, top six talent. So I don't know. I'm interested to see him. I'm interested to see him on this line. Can Sharon Govich play center? Is that line going to be able to defend whatsoever? That's going to be fun to watch. The nice thing is that they do have two supplementary lines that you're going to be able to use as kind of checking lines. Yep. But then the other half of that is you start the game on a four game or the back half of the season on a four game roadie and you're not going to have last change and, and that type of thing. So we're going to get to see if they can defend against one of the NHL's best teams tonight. Um, do, are you feeling that way, Patrick, about, about Kuzmenko? I feel like he's here for a good time. Not a long time. I, I feel I, like it's just good for everyone if this guy goes back to who he was last season, scoring 39. I, I think it's it's the proof is in the pudding still. I think we still need to find out what he is here in Calgary, and I, I think he needs to be given as much runway as possible. And, hey, if he's traded at the deadline next year, depending on what the Flames do or in the summertime, sure. I, I think for I agree with Andre Kuzmenko just has to get back to what he was, just, just a semblance of what he was last year. If he can get to that 20-goal mark and and help on the power play, we'll see how he is on this right side with Sharon Govich and Huberto. This line kind of scares me. but uh, In a good way? No, in a oh, bad way. Okay. Uh, but we, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. High risk, high reward, hopefully. <laughs> yes. That's almost exactly how I'm looking at this one. Yeah. Like, you hope you hope that they, like, again, the, the, again, well, plus minus, but uh, Sharon Govich and Huberto's minus, well, they're almost a combined minus 30 on the season. So it could be very interesting. What's Kuzmenko's oh, plus minus in. on the season? Again, oh, plus minus. Is blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I get minus, it, he's, he's minus one. Like he's oh, had a okay, all right. But he played he's, on a good team. So Yeah, and he played in the top helps. six. And... It helps when you score a lot of goals. Um, GVP, do you feel the same way about Kuzmenko? I feel like don't get too attached to him. Don't buy a Kuzmenko jersey. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be all 
production based. If he's showing signs of being that 39 goal player, once again, I don't see why not the Flames could keep him around and use that as a tool to somewhat expedite a retool. But that being said, if he gets back to that 39 goal pace, I could also see a world in which the Flames want to continue to get younger, like you said, and he could be another guy that could continue to stock the coverage draft pick wise. Yeah, I feel like it's it's fascinating how they're going to manage this player here mm-hmm. moving forward. And and who knows, maybe he finds some chemistry with Huberto. Maybe Huberto is giving him passes and this kid is just banging him in. He's, he has the ability to find the back of the net, like scoring 39 in the NHL. Yeah, it's like tough. for me, it's just it's not a foregone conclusion that they're going to flip him. I think it's very well possible, but I also don't see him as a guy who's going to command like an eight-year contract after this. He's mm. 28. He's been in the NHL for a season and a half, one half of it. The full year went extremely well, and, and the half season went extremely poor. He's basically seen opposite ends of the spectrum. And, and even then, you look at extremely poor, it's 21 points and dash one in 43 games. That's it's a fine little stat line to look at. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested by the player and to see if he can click. And if not, happy trails, yeah. like you mentioned. I, I totally agree. Would I be going out and rushing to get a Kuzmenko jersey and trying to get all attached to the guy? Right. No. That's going to be hard, though, because he does have a personality that you like. You spoke for like two and a half minutes yesterday, and I'm like, I don't even know what he's saying, but I yeah. just, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. He's yeah. got the, like Jim Books told us, he's got the big salad, yep. the all the long hair, yep. constantly playing with it. Yeah, I was a big fan. We'll see what happens. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to watch him play. Um, do you think it's totally out of the realm of possibility that if he gets off to a little hot start here that he gets flipped at the deadline? Once again, if another team comes <laughs> calling and the Flames yeah. like what they are getting offered, yeah, I don't like. No, like no, we nothing's about. off the table with yeah. this Flames team, right? What should be off the table? Well, the young players, because it wouldn't make sense to trade them for my, for like straight up off the table. No, nobody. If depending on who becomes available, but right. you're not going to move out your young players if you don't have to. Yeah, um, it's going to be fun to watch that uh, top line. Tonight. I'm also uh, what I really want to keep an eye on this second half of the season is uh, Oliver Shillington. Mm-hmm. Now you have that uh, little bump of coming back into the lineup, the adrenaline, you know, flying. We saw we've seen instances before the break where he's uh, taking the puck up the ice using his skating ability. I'm interested to see how he handles the second half of the season, how he looks on the ice, and eventually here when he's thrown into an elevated role, once potentially Tanev and Hannafin get dealt. Yeah, right now I feel like it's not going to be too elevated, right? You you want to keep them? Um, oh no, limited. Sure. Uh, was skating on a pair with Pahal yesterday, but yeah, as we get closer, he'll probably end up getting a few more minutes. I think that I was, I don't know if surprised, but impressed with how he was able to hit the ground running in his return to the lineup. Used his feet well. Um. But there's still a lot of getting up to speed that has to happen there. So someone that I'm certainly excited to watch the back half of the year, someone who's going to need a contract at the end of the season. Um, unsure what that number would be, but that's essentially what we're going to see in the back half of the season here. Can you get back to the kind of numbers or at least uh, the, the, the look, the resemblance of the player that was really good back in that 21-22 season? Um, 
playing alongside Chris Tanev. It's a possibility for sure, but he's going to get a little bit more sheltered minutes here out of the gate. And yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with these deals and how quickly anything comes to fruition, but it's going to be more of a, you have to more than we'd really like to see you skate sure. 25 minutes type of deal. Um, watching some of the, uh, the talk shows yesterday, flipping around the old boob tube, the old idiot box um, last night. A lot of Jacob Markstrom. <laughs> Jacob Markstrom's name being tossed around. The boob tube? Yeah, the boob. You never be you never heard it called the boob tube? No. The idiot box? No. I told you the fireman story on the air before. When I was a kid in elementary school, before nine one one was instituted, it was like three five seven something something. Mm. And be like, so you come in like you're in kindergarten and this big scary old fireman comes in mm-hmm. and then says what's the number of the fire department you're like three five your house just burned down oh yeah mm-hmm. you get in your face like your house just burned down you're like yeah, three five seven, i don't know you're like oh you're sitting there having dinner with the, uh, the you're sitting there having dinner watching the idiot box or the boob tube and then all of a sudden there's a fire in your house what's the number of the fire department your house just burned down 911 yeah well it, it didn't used to be 911 yeah Used to be like three five whatever boob to him. I see. So yeah. it was this fireman that yelled it. This man who's yeah, very it's obvious in my memory. This boob tube. He yeah, was the very, idiot box. He was very upset with how yeah. modern technology was ruining the family experience. Right. right? You know, you've heard it called the boob tube, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. GVP. Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. All right. All right. The boob tube. Hmm. So anyway, uh, boob tubes. Uh, <laughs> that's so stupid. A lot of Markstrom talk around there. I'm like. Okay, interesting, because I'm on the side that I think we could be seeing in the next month or so here. I think we could be seeing the final days of Jacob Marstrom as a Calgary Flame. There's a possibility. You think it's probably more of a summer thing, which absolutely could be the case. Mm -hmm. But if some team calls and blows Craig Conroy's socks off for a potential Jacob Marstrom deal, this could be uh, the final month or so of Jacob Marstrom as a Calgary Flame. Yeah, it very well could be. Um, like this conversation is going to continue for the next month. It's going to be like a lot of trade deadline things where yeah. I feel like, hey, hey, the GMs kind of went out there and, and moved a couple of the important pieces. Let's uh, let's get the rumors going, even if nothing's going to happen, just, just so we can build a little bit of hype around uh, what we're going to call it, trade deadline, what, sure, whatever the big broadcast day is going to be. Let's make sure we get a few more big names out there. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it's going to happen in season. He's still, even if the Flames do retain, it's going to be a chunky bit of change for the Devils to take on there. I don't know. I like how you said Devils. Right well, away. the Devils opened up about nine million in cap space uh, with uh, Dougie. Devils uh, are the only team that makes sense. To Dougie me. going on LTIR. Yep. If they were to acquire, let's march from Antanev, they'd they'd only really have to send Calgary like a small salary in exchange. They could take on all of it. The Hurricanes are content to just rotate through the skeletons of former goalies past and young Pyotr Kachetkov. That's great. <laughs> and they're going to the cup, though. It's everyone's pick. Hey, they're, they're hanging on there, despite with all the crap yep. that's gone on with their injuries and, and goaltending. They're still a, a oh, playoff yeah, they're, team. They're, and... They are a playoff favorite by a lot of the analytic models. We'll talk to uh, Wish about the Carolina Hurricanes, whether or not they should be calling about Jacob Markstrom. Could you imagine a blockbuster? His Devils Tanev, should be calling on him. Tanev really. and Markstrom <laughs> packaged together to the Devils. What would that even cost? What would that even look like? Mm. Tanev, Markstrom to the Devils. Oof. 
Yeah, like, like I don't know. See, dude. like what are you? Like where do you even begin? First exactly, because there's so many teams that want. What's Chris a goalie Dana? worth? When was the last time a goalie yeah. was traded like that? Especially the goalie's yeah, the, like the goalie's the new name. What's that? That big of a name goalie to be moved. Yeah, out of the, the goalie's the new running back of the NHL. Yeah. That's all it is. You can't win without a good one. Well, mm-hmm. you can. But it helps when you have a really, really good one, and you just don't want to pay goaltenders. And the problem is, there's such a scarcity at the position in the league mm-hmm. that there's only a handful of actually good goaltenders in the league, which is crazy. You'd think because the demand for goaltending, it just isn't there. Like a lot of teams are desperate to have good goaltending, yet the Flames have a very good goaltender who's having an excellent season, who potentially could get dealt. You're like, eh, we don't want to pay for it though. Which is crazy how that actually works out. It's because of the recent cup winners, too. Everyone's like, oh, they did it with Aiden Hill. We can do it with Akira Schmid. Mm. No, you can't. It's not how it works. Sometimes a goaltender catches lightning in a bottle for a run, a series or two. Yep. Right? And and you're able to, like, look at the avalanche on their way to the cup. They had Georgiev. They had Francois when Georgiev got hurt. But at the same time... You would have felt way better if that team had Markstrom between the pipes. Right. You would have felt way better. So, I don't know, especially the way that they've been using him this year. He's not going to be too taxed if a team goes to get him. The only problem is the Devils are so far out of a spot that does it make sense for them to do it in season. Mm -hmm. Like, when you look at the playoff teams in the NHL right now, who's going to go out and get a goaltender? Boston? No. Florida? No. Tampa? No. New York? No. Carolina? Mm. Should. Should. Probably not a big one. Though. Probably won't. Philly, they're no. falling out of it. Yeah, they're, that they're might be Jersey. That might be Jersey's best hope of getting to the playoffs is if the Flyers keep on. Losing. But they still have to jump over the Islanders and the Penguins. Neither of them yeah. need goaltenders. Exactly. Maybe the Leafs, but and I don't see that deal getting you. made. Yeah. Well, Sheldon Keith said yesterday that Joe Wall is quote not even no, close. He's not to even turning. Close. Yeah, he's not with even, a high ankle yeah. sprain. So that potentially could be a destination. I don't think it is. They can't I don't get the money. The money's not going to make. Yeah, yeah. The money's not going to work there. I just don't. I really don't see them, Tree and and Connie getting together on a deal. I really don't. We'll see. I the I think the, I think the Leafs are going to have to really. I think Calgary a, needs to probably stay away from Brad for a little bit. I think the Leafs are going to have to have the bona fide <laughs> best offer to get anything from the Flames. Sure, and I'm not sure the Leafs want to do that. Do they look at their group and like? I don't know. The but, insiders started changing their tune again this past weekend. Yeah, but it's the least. Like they the weekend before, try to go all in. Like what? How many years? Like oh, actually, we're not that good. You have Matthews, Marners, Nylander, Tavares. Like you should be going for it every flipping year. I would also argue that this year in the East is wide open. Like it feels like, like it. there isn't like There's no, we'll see the Bruins yeah. tonight, and they're a very good team. But, but would you be shocked they if they the, got knocked out in the first round are, again? Yeah, well, and also they don't scare me like the Bruins of last year. No. No Bergeron helps. No. Yeah. Or Krejci. So, or yeah. Lindholm. Yeah. yeah. Or Lindholm. He'll be there in the summer, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, we'll see. Because they want him. Mm-hmm. All right, what do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Uh, the New Look Flames mm-hmm. among 15 teams to resume their regular season. The AHL All-Star wraps. Oh, just Oof. yuck. Uh, did you watch the highlight that I sent you from the Raptors game? I did. <laughs> Getting bamboozled on the inbound? Yeah. When you're down by 39? Yeah, the Raptors are <laughs> Just... It's a tough watch right now. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. Poor Darko. Oh, 
Hey, just hey, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna make sure you just coach a really bad team, so we can get we can be so bad that we don't have to give our first round pick to the Spurs. It's gonna be a lottery pick. Yeah, exactly. Bingo, bango. But the thing is, with the Raptors, at least you have Scotty Barnes. Yes, Scotty Barnes can potentially work his way into being a superstar player. What happened tonight? This is completely BS. Yeah, yeah. Shame. This is shame. Shame. Yeah. This is shame. Yeah. yeah. So you got Remember, that. Remember, if you're going to do a Serbian accent around me, the W's are V's. I should. Vi. Sh- shame. 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 What are we talking about? Yep. What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? I w- what I what went, are we talking about? I went to school in Welland, Ontario, uh-huh. home of Biz Nasty. Veland? Veland. Veland? Veland. What are we talking about? Yeah. Do you remember the Biz Nasty? Did they have the grocery chain IGA here? Sure did. Damn straight. You know what my uncle called it? God rest his soul. You know what he called IGA? IGA. 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 IGA Frontek. IGA. Like like the world's number one female tennis player, IGA Frontek. You know what he called Canadian Tire? What? Kennedy Tire. Kennedy Tire. Kennedy Tire. Good. Kennedy Tire. No fr. Do they have no frills? Yep. Uh, you know what No Frills was? Cheap store. Cheap store. <laughs> Cheap store. Good. There you go. Nailed it. And uh, he was, he never, draft was always the number one thing. Like a drafty room, like his neck would stiffen up right away. <laughs> draft is the number one killer of the Serbian elderly. Okay. Draft. Good to know. Drafty room. <laughs> yeah, you don't want it. Got to keep those windows gotta and shutters keep closed. Keep sweater on. Yeah. <laughs> the big turtleneck. And that cardigan on. Yeah. Keep that sweater going. It's I'll never forget. It was July, and uh, he lived uh, there. My aunt's house was very close to the Italian bakery mm-hmm. in Niagara Falls. Yeah, I'll never forget this as long as I live. It was July, so he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to the bakery with me?" I'm like, "Sure." He goes, "Yeah, go pick out some stuff, some sweets, whatever." I'm like, "Awesome." My uncle's driving me. He has. He was driving a Lada. You know what a Lada is? Yep, a sure fine do. piece of Russian machinery. Oh yes, and it was stick, just the finest stick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It was probably about ninety-five degrees out. Good. Okay. He didn't want any draft. It was a short car ride, like two, three-minute car ride. Right. Mm-hmm. No windows down. No air conditioning. I thought in that three-minute window I was gonna die in a car because I was so hot. So it was herky jerky. Because the lotto wasn't that smooth when you switched gears. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want, and I tried open the door. He's like, the draft. The draft. Don't open the no. window. The draft. You can't allow that. You didn't want to get a stiff neck. No, he can't. And it's one of my childhood memories getting car sick in a three minute ride. Because the draft. Yeah. And it was super hot. Mm. A lot of fine piece of machinery. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Don't see a lot of them on the street no, anymore. Hey, you don't. No, you mm. really don't. Crazy. So weird. Um, Rose report next on that note. There's no transition after that. I got no lot of stuff. And uh, at the top of the hour, tonight's you the night. You know what I got? A lot of crap in here. Tonight's the night for a lot of you. And I'll explain why coming up at 7. Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. It's a Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. At the top of the hour, tonight's the night for a lot of you. Tonight is the night that a lot of you have been waiting for. It's tonight. It's happening. For you. We'll do that coming up at 7 o'clock. The franchise, Mr. Eric Francis, Flames reporter for Sportsnet, will join us from Boston coming up at 7.30. And later on, we'll talk to ESPN NHL senior writer 
Greg Wyshynski. But right now, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Matty Rose and... Hey, yo, friends, what's going on? The New Look Flames among 15 teams to resume their regular season as they visit the Bruins at TD Garden. It was the AHL All-Star Challenge. Raps were in action, if you can call it that. Got some local notes and an update from London Police on the 2018 World Junior Sexual Assault case as well. We will update that at the very end. We'll start with the Calgary Flames as they visit the Boston Bruins tonight. Boston having another dominant year points in 11 of their last 12. They have won seven of their last eight games in regulation. Flames' recent schedule, hardly relevant with all the changes we've seen from the roster. Here's your lines from yesterday, George. Huberto was on the left of Sharon Govich with Andre Kuzmenko on the right. Okay. The standard line with Kadri, Zeri, and Pospisil back together. Pospisil set to return uh, from a stint on the IR. Manjapani, Backlund, and Coleman. And then uh, Pelche and Rooney were rotating in with Schwint and Walker Dewar on the fourth line. Don't know who's going to get the look there in the actual game today. As for the defense pairings, Weger and Anderson, Hannafin and Tanev, Shillington and Pahal, Dennis Gilbert and Jordan Osterley were the two extras. If you wanted to look at it like that, maybe it was Shillington and Pahal, but probably not. Uh, I think it's going to be fascinating um, to see what that line of Huberto, Sharangovich, and Kuzmenko looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Could, it, it could be a lot of freewheeling hockey. Sure. Which could be fun. Yeah. Could be some goals to be had. Hopefully just not hemmed in their own zone. Yeah, or could getting caved in every time they're on the ice <laughs> in their own zone. That could happen, too. Doing a little stop and start drill. Yeah. Yeah, it's never good. Or they could put up some points and you're like, Huberto, look at you. Yeah. Look at you playing with two guys who can shoot the puck. Wow. And what GVP's... Very normal claim yesterday would be optimistic, fine. maybe yeah. not so sensible. Yeah, yeah. His was probably the most optimistic you know rather what? than sensible. If there's one guy on the show who's still secretly Team Huberto, it's GVP. Secretly, <laughs> very secret. <laughs> you still wave a little tiny flag, like a little, like a flag you put on a sandwich. We need you, John. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, we need you. Yeah, a little, little tiny flag you put a on a sub. On a submarine sandwich. Yeah. sandwich. Come on, Dan. Yeah, come on, Hubie. You can do this. Need you. Where'd they put all those sandwich flags? Where'd they go? I would see go one. in landfills. Oh. And in the mouths of turtles. They actually still do them at the why Canadian gotta, brew house. Why do you do it what? like that? What? Really? Yeah. They, they put them in chicken wings. I, I had a what? basket of chicken what? wings, and I had a little Canadian flag in them. Hmm. What's your favorite type of chicken wing, GVP? Mm, probably a mild. Yeah, that's the least surprising thing. <laughs> drum I've or flapper? That and a wing. Well, I'm a drum guy. Milk. Me too. Gotta yeah. go drum. Easier to dip. Mild wings dipped in milk. Hell yeah. Blue cheese. Blue cheese better than ranch. Of course. Yes. 100%. That's not even like. It's not even up for debate. I can go either way. It yeah, depends I mean, on the I, wing. I'll take both. Depends on the wing. Look at you guys. You know ranch is America's dressing. I love ranch. Okay. Love three cheese ranch. You say ranch or ranch? Ranch. Okay. Ranch. 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 Pat Steinberg hates ranch. Hates it. Does he like mayo? He no. hates anything white. White sauces mm. does not go. Well, he doesn't like a nice fettuccine. Mm, I don't know about A nice that. chicken tetrazzini, which was, by the way, invented in San Francisco. Probably not. <laughs> a nice, wholesome, comfort food pasta. Pat Steinberg's like, ugh, get me the hell out of here. Yeah, well, he also doesn't do very much carbs, so I don't know if he's a big pasta guy. 
Okay. You don't just look like that by accident, George. Uh, Big boy. Member, sp- <laughs> member spoke to the media for the first time yesterday. Like you're laughing at your own drop. <laughs> like how you giggled at your own drop. That wasn't me. I didn't I put know, that in I there. I know, but he giggled oh. at his own drop. That's He's like, funny. That's funny. funny. <laughs> Bunch of scrums yesterday with all the new guys returning. Uh, Kuzmenko, like I mentioned, a little bit of a, a language barrier, but boy, he's got an infectious smile. Uh, turned 28 back on Sunday. Talked about that and when he opened up his media scrum. Yes, it was a very interesting guest of the day. I have a 28, 28 H. Yes, it's a new team. <laughs> new year, new team for me. It's a very interesting experience. I... Uh, excited this experience I like it. this uh, new page for me is uh, very interesting yeah you said interesting like 40 times okay like again it's, it's fine you know credit for those guys like even Sharon Govich when he speaks to the media like it takes a lot of guts to oh, stand yeah. in front of microphone when English is definitely not your first language like it's not easy. Like Vladdy pretends like he can't speak English. Yeah, like well, he knows baseball never... guys do that all the time. Yeah, again, but like that's notorious. Fine. But this for guy that. clearly English is not his first language, and he sits up there. It's not easy. You got to tip your cap. I like it. Listen sure, to... there's awkwardness involved, but so what? Listen to this back and forth with him and our boy J Mac on what he did for his birthday. How did uh... you celebrate your birthday? <laughs> to meet his new team. <laughs> it's a good, <laughs> good celebration. <laughs> G-Max laugh. That's the best. A fly is a good meeting <laughs> for the coach. <laughs> it's a good meeting for the guys. <laughs> what do you think? It's a good celebration or no? I think it's good. Yes, <laughs> it's good. good. <laughs> They're just having the time of their lives. Yeah, I like it. Just love to see it. Incredible. Start of a seven-game homestand for Boston. This will be the start of a four-game roadie for your Calgary Flames. As for the uh, lineup on the station today... You get the uh, Jeff Merrick show coming up at 10 a.m. The fan check down, getting you set for Super Bowl up on the weekend. That'll be at noon. Sportsnet today at 1 o'clock. Flames talk at 2. Flames talk pregame at 4. And, of course, the Flames and Bruins go at 5 o'clock. And that will be followed by our uh, postgame show. Uh, A little bit of a scary note yesterday as well. I kind of mentioned it in the opening segment there, George. But uh, Lanny McDonald, cardiac event upon arriving home from the All-Star weekend in Toronto, so obviously our best wishes to him and his family. Apparently a couple of nurses who just happened to be passing by near the terminal or or off the plane uh, were able to give him some assistance and some very key assistance at the moment, so um, a hat tip to them. I don't know if their names have come out. Lanny mentioned that they didn't get their names at the the time, but I'm I'm sure that Calgary will find them. Wanted to mention this as well, just because I loved it. In true Lanny fashion, he ended his message on his Instagram with, "Well, I hang out here as the professionals figure out next steps for the old ticker. I'll try to convince the team here to bet on the Chiefs next Sunday and never stop cheering for our Flames. We're all thinking about you, Lanny, so best wishes in the recovery. Absolutely. Well said. Eight games on the schedule overall today. Oilers are looking for a 17th straight win. They visit the Golden Knights on Sportsnet West at 8 o'clock. Crazy. They can apparently go for the record today. Weird. tie record. Oilers, uh, they're third in the Pacific. Five games in hand. Five points back of the Golden Knights, who are second in the Pacific. Sean Monahan will make his Jets debut. Winnipeg visits the Penguins. That'll be on Sportsnet Plus at 5 o'clock. 
Elias Lindholm will make his debut. The Canucks look to build more space between themselves and Vegas and Edmonton. They're seven points up. The Hurricanes is who they will be playing. The Hurricanes themselves have won three straight Lindholm games. Lindholm makes his debut against his first team. There you go. How about that? And, of course, Seth, Jarv- Seth Jarvis sweating it out. I, didn't, I don't drink, so it's <laughs> nothing to sweat out. Um, I was in the gym most of the time there. Just take care of the body. <laughs> I hope I hope I sweat all over here. I think it's all gone. <laughs> Canadians and Capitals go at five. Brendan Gallagher will still be out for more than a week with his suspension. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Evgeny Kuznetsov has also entered the player assistance program. Hmm. Avalanche blew a one nothing third period lead. They lost to the Rangers two one in overtime. Uh, they get a back to back with a game against the Devils tonight at five o'clock. We'll tell you a little bit more about that Avalanche game in a moment because a couple of uh, milestones. Stars can take advantage. Two points back in the Central. They're looking for a fourth straight win. They visit the Sabers at five o'clock. You also got the Flyers and the Panthers. The Flyers have lost four in a row. They could fall out of the third spot in the Metro if the Islanders, Penguins, or Devils do decide to wake up. Panthers have won four in a row. They're five points back of the Bruins and seven points ahead of the Lightning. Yesterday, the Leafs were hosting the Islanders after Matt Barzell was at the All-Star game over the weekend, so he just had to meet all of his buddies there. How about Bo Horvat? It was his 700th game. He had a fight with Simone Benoit. Mm-hmm. No points in this one. Seventh player from the 2013 draft, which is kind of a better one to forget if you're a Flames fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said... Who are the other six players who have skated in 700 games from the 2013 Ooh. NHL draft? Nathan McKinnon. Correct. He is the third most with 758. Oh um, Morsi? No, but nope. he's getting there. He's, uh, I believe he's close. Monaghan? Yes, 730. Think about another one that's related to the Flames. Ooh. Just trying to more. Lindholm? Yes, he leads oh. all players yeah. from that draft with 792. Uh, we got a couple of defensemen and a Finnish captain. Mm, oh. Barkov? Barkov, 707. Yeah. Two defensemen. Both are thought to be bad defensemen, given their current standings. Mm. You say that one is one of the worst contracts in the NHL, George. Oh, Darnell Nurse. Oh. Nope. Nope. Okay. Oh, he said position. Okay, yeah, I guess they're good. Uh, Seth Jones. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. the other one's Ristolainen. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And Alex Weinberg is 17 away. Hmm. Anyways, Matt Barzell got right back where he left off. He opened the scoring with his 14th. Marner answered, but then how about this for a first career goal? Doing on the extra penalty as the Islanders come back to full strength. Out of the box. Kyle McLean on a breakaway. Walks in, deep shoots. He scores! First goal in the National Hockey League is Kyle McLean's breakaway tally. Out of the box and out of the score sheet, he makes it 2-1 tonight in Toronto. Yeah, the 24-year-old undrafted forward, and it was awesome. Uh, The Islanders actually had his dad on the bench for his first career goal because his dad is the assistant coach of the Islanders, John McLean. And he pumped his fist. He sure did. Did he say yippee ki (laughs) I almost said it there. Yeah, I almost did. Careful. Did you ever see that clip of when um, James Sabalski interviewed Bruce Willis courtside at the Raptors game? No. (laughs) And Bruce busted out yippee Kaye. (laughs) Did he say the rest? You never saw that clip? No. I'm sure I have. Can we find it, please? I'm going to find that, yeah. Yeah, we'll try and find it. We'll make sure we bleep out the mother bleeper. Why? Hmm. Why not? 
Because we'll uh, get a stern text message from Art later, mm. which I'll ignore. <laughs> Tavares tied the game in the third with a power play goal, but the Leafs would not even get a point out of this game. Morgan Riley gave it away here. Brock Nelson, right dot, left circle, one-timer, and shanking the shot was Palmieri. To Nelson in the slot, shoots, good save, rebound, they score! It's the former Maple Leaf, Pierre Engvall, who slides on the rebound, and he makes it 3-2 New York with 2-0-2 to go! How leafy is that? Love Hofstra Radio. Yeah, no, they put up a welcome back, Pierre Engvall. A little, and it wasn't a video tribute. It was like a picture. Graphic? Yeah, it was After graphic. he spent his first four years there? Yeah, and uh, glad he got the winner. <laughs> Patrick Waugh loved the Bo Horvat fight uh, because Barzell was hit yep. by Benoit. That's why he was scrapping him. Yep. Uh, this is what Patty Waugh said after the game. This is who he is. He's a leader on this team. I mean, leader, you know, always take care of your, their teammates. I mean, in life, you have a chance. You could be an eagle or duck. <laughs> he was an eagle there. What What does that even Eagle or duck? Two choices, bro. I think that's... Is you that a go, French saying? Did that get lost in translation? No, I think you want to go get a, a predatory bird as an eagle, and you got like a duck, which is, you know... Just, a, a duck. Just a bird. Just a bread muncher. Yeah, he just eats little algae and bugs. Okay. In life, you have a chance. You could be go an eagle or duck. He was an eagle there. What about if you were a mallard? Well, oh, a mallard duck. They're the greenheads. What other type of duck is there? Just standard know. white duck? Well, there's a lot of ducks. But mallards I, are I the am, common I ones. immediately think of mallard. Daffy? <laughs> what, you, what is that? That's something I would say. Yeah. Just Donald. Halting the conversation. Donald. I can't believe it went Daffy before Donald. <laughs> we got, God! We got the canvas stupid. back. Whistling duck. Did you find oh, the James Sabalski? Yeah, I got the James Sabalski, but it's it's got to be an edited. Okay. Yeah, Bruce Willis wasted at Nets game. Curses on no TV. Raps game. It says yeah, but it's like James Sabalski. Yeah, it's Raptors at the Nets. Yeah, and the video is just at a Nets game. Okay. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> hey, the Avalanche returned to action at MSG, taking on the Rangers. Uh, a couple division leaders separated by three points in the NHL standings. Another banner night for the great Nate. Nate to McKinnon on the headman pass from Kale McCarr. McKinnon escapes. McKinnon lets it go. He scores! <laughs> the Mac attack is back again, Jack. A 14-game point streak for Nathan McKinnon. Let the dog eat. Yeah. Oof. He's got it. <laughs> He's got a 10-game point streak against the Rangers. He's got a 14-game point streak overall. That is his 85th point on the season. He surpassed Peter Stastny for most by a player through the first 50 games of a season. Oh, I love watching him play. Man, the way he explodes (laughs) through the neutral zone is just incredible. The fear of God in every defenseman as he just rumbles through the neutral zone. Yeah. He rumbles. It's like a rhinoceros. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Panarin tied it with his 31st in his 50th game, so uh, shout out to him. Only Kreider and Nash have scored as many through 50 games in the past 25 years for the Rangers. Off to overtime we went. Where's the puck ahead? <laughs> Hold on. What? Let me. <laughs> I really like that one part of the call, so I saved it. And... Okay, here's the whole thing. Colton quick comes way out. Where's the puck ahead? Pulling a Shesterkin there. Here's Zibanejad down the right side for Lafreniere. Lafreniere holds. Now shoots. He scores! <laughs> Alexei Lafreniere wins it in overtime. 
for the Rangers, and half the team goes over to Jonathan Quick to celebrate, and the other half to the overtime hero, Alexei Lafreniere. How good is Kenny Albert? He's great. I love Kenny Albert. Son of a legend. Now, I don't know who this other guy is. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the puck ahead? <laughs> uh, Final the Raiders call again. But, <laughs> enjoyed it. Enjoyed the stop by John. Was that a national game? Uh, uh, no, it was, that was the MSG call, I believe. Yeah, it is. That would have yeah. been... Uh, was not Sal Messina. Who? Sal Messina. Who's the puck ahead? Or Joe Micheletti. I don't know. Either one. Who's the puck that ahead? That wasn't Joe Micheletti. Then it was <laughs> I know what Joe Micheletti sounds like, and that's not Joe Micheletti. Micheletti. Say that three times fast. Micheletti. Micheletti. You just Micheletti. tailed off at the end. There. I'm like Joe Micheletti. <laughs> Joe Michelin, man. <laughs> Joe Michelin, man. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> What's happening this morning? I hey, are you just yeah. randomly pressing clips? <laughs> hey, at the AHL All-Star game yesterday, yeah. you remember the uh, Coronado fight? Clark will drop the gloves here. Brant Clark and Coronado, two guys that are going to be on the same team in the All-Star game in a couple days, dropping the gloves and exchanging punches here in the rain zones. Yeah, Coronado won decisively. Wranglers TV with Olivia McDonald. They chatted with the combatants. <laughs> Ahead of them teaming up for the AHL All-Star Game starts with Brand Clark. Heat of the moment situation. Uh, I don't know. It kind of just turned and uh, it happened. And he got the better of me 100%. But it's in the past. And we were yeah, we were having some laughs today. It was pretty funny. We both uh, were both feeling fine. So, so it was good. Matt, who started that one? I think it, we were just battling in front. Like he said, heat of the moment. Um, but we definitely had some laughs today. Um, had a great time together. So definitely moved past it. Will we see another one in the future? Uh, like I said, like that one wasn't planned. Nothing's planned when you're out there. I don't know. He's a, he's a great guy. We, we built, built a good friendship today. That's It's funny that we laughed about that a lot today. But hmm. uh, like I said, you never know what happens when uh, you're out there. That's nice. I wanted a Kachuk Doughty rivalry, so yeah, fine, I, I guess, if you guys want to be buddy buddy. <laughs> like, if Coronado goes, I'm just going to kill that mother effort next time we're on the ice together. <laughs> I can't even well, look him in great. the eye right now. Actually, Olivia, I want to stick him in the face. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Yeah, exactly. Some rivalry. Yeah. Be nice, I guess. Hey, the NFL's going international. Yeah, it is. It's taking over Friday as well. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Opening week, the Eagles game will be at Corinthians Arena in Brazil. Sao Paulo. Why? It's going to be on a Friday as well. They want it. The Brazils, they want to grow there. They got to go to Brazil, dude. A Friday night game in week one. Yeah. So you open the season with uh, either in San Francisco or Kansas City, and then boom. I saw a tweet from an Eagles fan. It said, Packers we were going. We were so damn bad at the end of the year, they're not letting us even start the season in America. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but look how you fish me in, NFL. Right. Hey, you kick off the season Thursday and get, guess what? Friday, Friday night. Get, hey, uh, can I tell you, guarantee I'm surprised right it now, didn't go five straight days. I'm going to do a guarantee right now for week one. Mm. The turf in Brazil is not going to be any good. <laughs> I'm scared about That's that. A, yeah. Wow. Hot take. Yeah. That stadium also had really shoddy uh, temporary seating put in for the World Cup back in what? 2014. Crazy. You know what they should have put the game in Manaus. You are oh, no, when so they, they built the stadium. So they can just die of heat exhaustion. Yeah. No, no. They should put the stadium in Manaus that they built for the World Cup that you can't get to it by car. No, by boat. You can only get no. You can only get there by plane. <laughs> so essentially, the stadium they built in the Amazon rainforest because they wanted to represent the rainforest in Brazil is a bird toilet now. Yep. Oh, good. Hmm. Yeah. Thanks, FIFA. <laughs> you know where else they could have held the game? Philly. Philly. Yeah. <laughs>
Chicago Chicago Bears are going to play at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. Look at you. The Vikings will play at Tottenham Hotspur Arena in London Stadium. Never mind. Jacksonville Jaguars will play at Wembley Stadium. That's a regular season home game, actually. Yeah, yeah. well, that's their deal. And the Carolina Panthers will play a game in Germany. Oh. Munich. At okay. Allianz Arena, the home Allianz. of FC Bayern Munich. Yep. <laughs> Bayern Munich. Bayern. Wait, Bayern what? What's the name of the stadium? Bayern. Allianz? Allianz. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. What's, uh, what's Tottenham Hotspur's nickname? The Toddies. No. Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> the Spursies. <laughs> The Hamspurs. <laughs> I love listening to you talk about <laughs> stuff like that. It's the best. Yeah, I'm usually pretty dialed in. So. Yeah, it's the best. Hey, Eric Bieniemy needs a job. Man, this He's guy gets not going to be on the commander staff. Did he do a good job with the commanders last no. year? No, he didn't. Right and again? Oh, like, you mean it wasn't Randy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Maybe. Well, let's, let's remember the talk was right. Oh, they really miss Eric Bieniemy in Kansas City. <laughs> oh, do they? I know. I think. Oh, fine. do they? Wait, they're aren't fine. they in the Super Bowl? Exactly. Hmm. Wait. Apparently, Biennemi, he doesn't do hard with uh, good people because Uh, that's what Dan Quid said he's looking for in his introductory press conference yesterday. But there is nothing I enjoy more than doing hard with good people. What? Yeah. (laughs) Hard ass. Now, listen, you might have been a little bit offended, so let me play the whole clip, give you a little bit of context. I'm going to give myself a little grace and allow one swear word here because I've done a good job so far. I haven't had any. I swear a lot. (laughs) <laughs> but there is nothing I enjoy more than doing hard <laughs> with good people. We get it. You want to be Dan Campbell. Settle down. It's great. I'm just going to say. You don't have his backwards hat, though. That'll be cool. Hard S with good people. I'm just going to go ahead and save that forever. Okay. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. got the bag. Oh, yeah, he did. He's a good player. I love $288.8 million over 11 years from the Kansas City Royals. He's got opt-outs after years 7, 8, 9, and 10. The team has a three-year option at the back end, which could throw this way over 350 schmill. He's 23 years old. Last year, he had 30 dingers, almost 100 ribbies, 50 steals, just under all career highs. Um, Yeah. Smart deal by the Royals. By yeah. the way, Mahomes is a part owner of the Kansas City Royals. They, oh, yeah. He is, correct. They're going to be getting a new stadium there in Kansas City, downtown. They're trying to build that. It's going to be a waterfall, too? Oh, yeah. That waterfall is going to be back. Okay. And, yeah, they're building that, that Royals organization back up again. Like, they were World Series champs just like 10 years ago. So Blue Jays never should have lost I to know. them in the 15 I ALCS. Know. Yeah. He I got babbipped to death. Yeah. And that stupid Amish-looking yeah, kid catching that ball. Neckbeard. I'll see you in hell, neckbeard. Also, Shohei Otani is very confident he'll be ready to DH for opening day as he returns from Tommy John surgery. Good for Shohei. No pitching this season, though. Okay. That's for the Dodgers, by the way. Not not the Blue Jays. Just important to point that out. Yeah, thanks. Hey, Raptors and Pelicans (laughs) yesterday. Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. You know what? what? That was the wrong clip from Dart. We got to go with this one this is shame shame for the referees shame for the league to allow this well okay maybe not this just this part this is shame okay what happened yesterday gvp it was the brandon ingram show yesterday last night for the pelicans he popped off for 41 also dished out nine dimes in 30 minutes on the floor tough start for the Raps. came out super flat in the first they're playing catch up the rest of the way they got it to 12 at the half but uh, it was never really that close after that they fall the pels 138 100. Top Raptor was uh, rookie Grady Dick with 23 points. Uh, they play the Hornets tomorrow. Uh, five o'clock tip. Ooh, there's a game for you. So, woof. 
Um, I sent a clip to you two boys, but there was a video of them trying to inbound the ball with two minutes left and just straight bamboozled, like just not paying attention. Jose Alvarado. Was that who that was, Alvarado? He does that a lot. He's he's sneaking away in the corner of the court, just lazy from the Raptors, just brutal, just embarrassing. The game was already over. Yeah, it was. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, just brutal. Uh, Hey, also, uh, new LED court for the All-Star. Yeah, they're dope. Real quick, does again, does Zion Williamson have the fastest haircut? Fastest haircut. His mm. hair looks fast. You know the lightning oh, bolt and oh, stuff on yeah, his yeah, head? Yeah. GVP? I think Patty Kane with the mullet that he had back in the day was pretty quick with three stripes on either side. Mm. Mm. But he never rocked that all the time. No, it was a playoff his thing. Playoff though. mullet. Yeah. But Zion has that like lightning bolt thing shaved into his head and it looks fast. Yeah, yeah the, sure. You have the uh James Sabalski. Oh, no, we got to edit it. Sorry. Okay, we can do that after 7. Yeah, we'll do okay. it. Uh, locally, the Calgary Canucks play AJHL action. They host the Drumheller Dragons, and the Okotoks Oilers play BCHL action as they take on the Brooks Bandits at noon mm. because the <laughs> Oilers and Bandits are part of five teams that left the AJHL last week. They're playing at now noon? part of the BCHL. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like an exhibition schedule uh. for the rest of the season because these new teams aren't eligible for the playoffs in the BCHL, but they're not allowed to play in the AJ anymore. It's a whole big thing. Also, Jeff Merrick and Elliot talked about the NCAA and the CHL perhaps merging down the road here. What? Apparently some, some rumblings of that. Um, we'll get some more details and perhaps book an interview on that coming up a little bit later this week. Also, um, yesterday it was the London Police press conference in regards to the 2018 World Junior sexual assault case. Uh, Court proceedings were adjourned until April the 30th, so no charges were read in court. No pleas were entered as a result, and many questions from the media could not be answered as to not interfere with legal proceedings. Uh, There is a full hour of the Merrick Show that you can get on your favorite podcatcher that has the press conference. It has uh, Jeff kind of talking about some of the stuff as well. Um, Dylan Dubé, Cal Foot, Carter Hart, Alex Formanton, and Michael McLeod will all, were all charged with counts of sexual assault. Two of them were for Michael McLeod. Uh, none of the players were there, but uh, their lawyers appeared via video conference, and the lawyers continue to say that they are innocent. There is a publication ban. Um, London police could not comment on the time between the incident and now, as that's also going to be part of the case, but... Uh, yeah, this is kind of the, the latest details. Um, the defendants are going to be getting the uh, information from the prosecution today and tomorrow. And uh, the next time that this is kind of going to be in the courts is the next hearing is April the 30th. And that's kind of when we'll get a little bit more information. But uh, as we've talked about throughout this entire process, it's going to be a long process. And uh, that's pretty much what we can say right now. And that's the morning report. Terrific stuff. Uh, the Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead. Tonight's the night. You've been waiting for, Flames fans. Tonight is the night. We'll talk about that next, and we'll play that Sabalski yeah, Bruce we'll Willis it. thing yeah. from years ago that you guys haven't heard. It's a big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan.